Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. You might not invest any of your own money. It's always good to, but you might decide not to. And then it could be an infinite ROI. Sure, you're investing a lot more time for this ROI, but overall the point is, is that as an active investor you can make a higher ROI than a passive investor. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. There needed to be a resource on apartment syndication that not only talked about each aspect of the syndication process, but how to actually do each of the things and go into it in detail. And we thought, hey, why not make it free too? That's why we launched Syndication School and Theo Hicks will go through a particular aspect of apartment syndication on today's episode and get into the details of how to do that particular thing. Enjoy this episode. And for more on apartment syndication and how to do things, go to apartmentsyndication.com. Or to learn more about the Apartment Syndication School, go to syndicationschool.com so you can listen to all the previous episodes. Hello, Best Ever listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Syndication School series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndications. As always, I'm your host, Theo Hicks, and today we're going to talk about a contrarian perspective on passively investing in commercial real estate, more specifically, passively investing in multifamily. So obviously, the purpose of syndication school is to teach you how to become an apartment syndicator, and an important aspect of this is putting yourselves in the shoes of your customer, aka your passive investors, and understanding what makes apartment syndications a good investment for them, but also what might necessarily make it not a good investment for them. Not objectively, obviously, but based off of their own personal preferences and goals. And so we're going to go over a list of some of the reasons why someone would not passively invest in real estate. And then, of course, another purpose of this episode could also be if you were to come across these objections I'll go over a few different ways to counteract those if they were to come up during a conversation. But obviously, passive investing is a great way to achieve financial freedom, achieve financial independence, 
for your passive investors, but it's not going to be for everyone. Every single person you talk to, passive investing is not going to be the ideal investment for them. So by being honest with them is going to be better for you in the long run. And of course, better for them as well. So let's go over this contrarian perspective of when someone would not passively invest in apartment syndication. I've got four scenarios or four situations where, again, someone will decide not to passively invest or this might be an objection they have to you when they learn more about apartment syndications. And really, this is going to come down to the differences between being an active investor and being a passive investor. So what I'm going to talk about today can apply to all asset classes. I'm not going to go specifically into why you should not passively invest in apartment syndications. That'll be something I'll go over in a future episode. For this episode, it'll be more of syndications in general as opposed to being an active investor. So the first reason why someone will decide not to passively invest is because they want to have control. So this is probably the biggest difference between being an active investor and a passive investor. So as a passive investor, someone who's investing with you, they're not going to have any control over the investment. They can decide to invest with you or not. And then depending on how you have your investment set up, they might be able to decide which deals to invest in, assuming you're not doing a fund. But as a fund, all they can really do is choose to invest with you and then you decide what is purchased. And then once you've purchased an asset, you have control over the entire business plan and they don't. So for people that want complete control over their investments, then passively investing in real estate is probably not going to be ideal because if they want to control that, they should be an active investor. They should be doing the apartment syndications because then they'll be able to decide which renovations to perform, what the investment strategy is going to be, who to rent to, what kind of rent to charge, when to refinance or sell or get supplemental loans and really everything else in the business plan. Now, again, if this objection were to come up, something you could say back to them is, okay, I understand what you're saying, but in return for not having that control over the investment, they don't need to know as much about the actual process, nor do they require investing the ongoing time into that process. They can get some education on the process. They can find who to invest with, and then it's relatively hands-off from there. And the active investor is doing all of the work. So in a sense, it's going to be a full-time job for them if they want to do what you're doing, right? Because it's your full-time job. They're going to know how to find a team. They're going to have to understand all the different things that are required to implement a business plan. So if they want to do that, great. You can mention that you have resources on that as well. But ultimately, if that's not going to stop them from deciding not to passively invest, if they truly want to have control, then they're going to have to put in some effort but passively investing might not be the only option for them. Now you could convince them to passively invest while they're working up to their active business. I've done an episode before on how investing passively in syndications can help you become a syndicator yourself. So lots of ways to counteract that objection. So that's number one. If you want control, passive investing is probably not for you. We'll get back to the show in just two minutes, but first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. One of the hardest tasks to balance while scaling your real estate investing business is accounting. Well, realestateaccounting.co takes care of the numbers for you so you can grow your business and revenue. REA helps property managers and investors save time and money by automating back office, financial, admin, and accounting. Starting is quick and seamless 
from accounts payable to reconciliations, taxes, and reporting. Go to realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever to find out how REA clients save on average 30% by leveraging their accounting services versus hiring in-house. With CPAs on staff and being owner-operators themselves, REA knows the challenges of your growing real estate business. Try it risk-free at realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever. And remember to mention the Best Ever Podcast sent you to receive up to $1,800 towards onboarding and services. That's realestateaccounting.co forward slash best ever. If you're not sure where to start investing or need help taking the next step, mentorship and coaching is one of the best ways to get going. Think Multifamily is a leading apartment acquisition and education company who provides true one-on-one coaching to help you invest for your family's future. Their servant leadership approach will guide you to successfully scale your real estate business or assist you to diversify your investments in multifamily. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how they help working professionals just like you transform their future through partnering and community. In fact, the majority of real estate investors who partner with Think Multifamily get involved in a general partnership within six months. Thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching highlights the partnerships, joint ventures, and resources all available through the coaching program. Go to thinkmultifamily.com forward slash coaching to learn how to become a member and get involved. Second is if you want the potential for very high returns. So as a passive investor in your deals, they're going to be exposed to a lot less risk. So they're going to invest into hopefully your proven investment system run by you, the experienced commercial real estate operator. You've successfully done deals in the past. So they kind of have an idea of, okay, this has worked in the past. It's going to work in the future. So they're going to give you their money. You use that money to buy a property. And then in return, they get a portion of those profits. Now, because it's going to be plugged into a proven system, because it's hands off, there's going to be a lot lower risk when it comes to passive investing, which means that your passive investors are going to make a lower return. So these returns, obviously, as everyone knows, are going to vary greatly depending on what is being invested in. But overall, you as a syndicator is going to make a higher return on your investment than your passive investor. 99 times out of 100. So a quick example would be that you acquire an asset and you structure the compensation with a 70-30 split. So the passive investors get 70% of the profits. You get 30% of the profits. Even though they're getting that 70%, there's way more passive investors than there are GPs. So that 70% is spread across more individuals. Plus, you as the operator are charging other fees like acquisition fees, asset management fees, things like that. Plus, you probably have your own money in the deal, which means you're also getting a portion of that 30% as well. Plus, you have way less than 30% of the equity in the deal too. Because of these three factors, you're going to make a lot more money and you can make even a thousand plus percent ROI. So I put together an example of where you as a GP can make a thousand percent ROI. Let's say you've got a $10 million investment and you have to raise $4 million for your investors, invest $3.8 million, and then you invest the remaining 200000 After five years, the apartment community is sold and the overall equity multiple to your passive investors is a two which means that the total profit over that five-year period is going to be $4 million. So assuming a 70-30 split, if you kind of do the math, $4 million is technically 70% because that's what went to the passive investors. So when you do the math, you determine that 
If 70% is $4 million, then 30% is $1.7 million. So that's what the GPs will get. And then since the GPs invested $200,000 as passive investors as well, then they'll receive an extra $200,000 of that $4 million in profits from the LP side. Let's say there's a 2% acquisition fee of $200,000. That's not even accounting the asset management fees or any other fees that are charged. So you add all that together, you've got $200,000 from investing as a LP. You've got another $200,000 from the acquisition fee. And then you've got the $1.7 million from your 30% equity split. That's $2.1 million in five years based off of a $200,000 investment, which is over a thousand percent ROI compared to the 200% ROI or the 2% equity multiple that your past investors made. Again, this is accounting for really all the other fees like asset management fees, property management fees, if the property management company is in-house, disposition fees, etc. So as you can see, if you're active, your ROI based off of how much money you invest, which could be nothing depending on how you structure it. You might not invest any of your own money. It's always good to, but you might decide not to. And then it could be an infinite ROI. Sure, you're investing a lot more time for this ROI, but overall the point is, is that as an active investor you can make a higher ROI than a passive investor. So if a passive investor wants to make a thousand percent ROI in five years, they're probably not going to accomplish that by passively investing in your deals. Again, just like the control objection in return for this lower return, they're getting a relatively low risk investment that's pretty much hands off. And doubling your money in five years is still a pretty solid return compared to other investment vehicles, but it's not the same as 10xing your money in five years. So if you want the potential for higher returns, then passive investing may not be the option for you. We'll get back to the show with first some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Mark your calendars for the Best Ever Conference February 24th through 26th back in person at the Gaylord Rockies Convention Center. Join the experienced community and phenomenal speakers for a weekend of learning the best commercial real estate strategies, building relationships, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun. As a bonus, once you purchase your ticket, you are put into a mini mastermind group to start making connections with other commercial real estate investors immediately. Get the lowest prices right now at besteverconference.com. That's besteverconference.com. The third reason why someone might not want to passively invest in your deals is if they aren't an accredited investor or if they don't have a pre-existing relationship with you. So I'm not going to go over the details of what an accredited investor is because we've been doing syndication school for a while. We've talked about it a lot in other episodes. But in order to invest in apartment syndications or syndications in general, then you most likely need to be an accredited investor. There is an exception where you can raise money from non-accredited investors as long as you have a pre-existing substantive relationship with them. But if this passive investor is not accredited and they don't know any sponsors, then they can't passively invest. Now, I did do syndication school series. I completed a two-part series on how to automate that relationship building process and some tactics on how to leverage your thought leadership platform to create that relationship with an individual so that they can invest in your deals. So if that is a problem for them, if they can't passively invest because they don't meet the requirements then assuming you're doing 506B and they don't need to be accredited, then you can go listen to that two-part series to figure out what you need to do to start that process. Again, I'm not an SEC specialist or attorney. That's just an educational episode 
from the Best Ever Conference that a syndicator was using to meet those pre-existing substantive relationship requirements of the SEC. If you're doing 506C and they aren't accredited, then they need to become accredited. And there's really nothing you can do about that. Except I guess maybe direct them to someone who has 506Bs. So ultimately, this fourth scenario, I've kind of hinted at this before, which is that if someone enjoys being a business owner, they want to operate a full-time successful commercial real estate company, then passively investing is not going to be the ideal investing option for them. If you're talking to someone, they have a strong desire to create a commercial real estate company and maybe they've retired or they sold another business and they have the capital and the time to do so. And that's something that they really want to do. Well, then passive investing in commercial real estate is probably not going to be the best thing for them because of the reasons we've mentioned before. They're not going to have any control. They're just going to find you and then it's hands off. They can't help you with the business plan. That's just not how it works. And you don't want them doing that either. So if they really want to be a business owner and they want to start their own commercial real estate company, then passive investing in your deals is probably not the best thing for them. Now, just like the control aspect of this, as well as the return aspect of this, when it comes to that being a business owner, there are business owners, there are active sponsors who are also passively investing. And so a good way to overcome really any of these objections is to explain that to them. Say, hey, I get that you want the potential for higher returns by running your own business, or I understand that you want to have control over the business plan, or I understand that you want to create your own commercial real estate company. You can do that, but you can passively invest in the meantime while you're building that up. And hey, by the way, by passively investing in commercial real estate, here are some of the things that will benefit your full-time business. You'll get a behind-the-scenes look of how the process works, analyzing markets, how sponsors communicate with investors, evaluating markets, evaluating deals, things like that. So overall, in conclusion, when would passive investing not be good for someone? Well, if they want complete control over and have the expertise to operate their own investments, then passive investing might not be the best thing for them. If they are comfortable with higher risks in return for potentially higher returns, while also, again, investing a lot of time into managing those investments, then passive investing might not be the best option for them. If they aren't accredited or do not have a pre-existing substantive relationship with a commercial real estate operator, they're not going to be able to passively invest. And bottom line, if they love the idea of operating a commercial real estate business on a full-time basis, then they should not passively invest. And I guess it should be when you should not exclusively passively invest because, again, you can run your own business while passively investing at the same time. And most sponsors that I know passively invest in their own deals and they passively invest in other deals as well. As I mentioned, we have a syndication school episode as well as a blog post on the benefits of investing in other people's deals. I think it's titled Why I Invest in Other Syndications. So check that out. Check out our other syndication school episodes on the how-tos of apartment syndications. Check out all the free documents that we have. Those are available at syndicationschool.com. Thank you for listening. Have a best ever day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.